0: What's up, what's up? This is Derek Perry. This is the very first episode of Speak Out, the newest platform for basketball talk on all stages. We're welcoming all generations, from the young kids to the old heads. That's what we're going to do here. We're going to talk about basketball from all different levels. High school, college, overseas, NBA. Let's get started. I'm going to just give y'all a background of my life. I'm 23. I'm from a little town in Maryland called Waldorf. Uh, I went to Westlake High School. I played basketball there all four years. I was not no star, no star at all. Heck no. But I was a piece. I was a piece to a great team my senior year. I was the starting center. I broke the blocks record at my high school. Uh, we went to the state championship game, but lost. Uh, I wish we had. That. I wish I had that game back. To be honest, but it was a great year. We made history that year. We made history that year. And then after Westlake, I got an offer to play at a junior college in North Carolina called Lenore Community College. I played there. I brought my point guard from high school with me. He came along with me. We both came across scholarships. It was a great time out there. I met some of the best players out there. It's a difference, not in a bad way, from North Carolina players and Maryland players. You can just tell that North Carolina players, they they build different. They build different. They work hard. Maryland players do, too. But you can tell in North Carolina, it, it's different. Well, after my two years at Lenore. One of my co- one of the one of my former coaches at Shenandoah, uh, Dominic Parker. He he wanted me to come play for Shenandoah, so I came. Uh, started when I first got there. Uh, I led the league and block and blocks the first year I got there. I got like 89, and I was number five in NCAA for number the fifth player in NCAA in ranked blocks. Cause I averaged four a game, I believe, four, three or four a game. I was a defensive player. I had some dunks in there, but I focused my whole my whole career on, def- career on defense. Second year playing at Shenandoah, I had like seventy or eighty blocks of the that year, I believe. So I broke the school record for blocks in two years. So yeah, my all the young people right now listening. You can be just be great in your role. It doesn't matter if you're the top scorer, top assist player. Just, just do sacrifice yourself for the team. Just, just focus on that. Whatever your whatever your sweet spot is, stay in it. But also get better in every in every aspect of the game. Get better. Work on your handles. Work on your defense. Work on everything. Work on your shot. Work on everything. That's what I'm gonna tell you. That's what I'm gonna tell all the young kids right now. That's what I'm gonna tell all the young kids. While being at Shenandoah University, I got my bachelor's in mass communications. I'm also going to get my master's in journalism though, so I can start off my sports writing career. Uh, One of the big influencers in my life and wanting to be in the sports writing media realm is Stephen A. Smith. I know all y'all know who he is. The big mouth guy from ESPN. (laughs) Yeah, he's a big influence. I read some of his works from when he was a beat writer from covering the 76ers with Alan Iverson and the Eagles when he covered the Eagles. He was on Cold Pizza before everybody knew what First Take was. Cold Pizza was First Take. That's what it was back in the day when we were younger. So, he just has a big influence on my life as being a black man that has... He's basically the face of ESPN now. That's just crazy to me. So, I know... Than me, you, anybody other that wants to be a sports writer, anything, you can do it. You just gotta put the work in. It's gonna take time, but we gotta put the work in. So with that getting said, I hope everybody's doing social distancing, washing their hands, washing their body, just being cautious of everything. We might as well just stay home, just just chill out. Watch basketball. I know all y'all watching this. Michael Jordan documentary. That's what we're going to get into today. That's what we're getting into. Yep, starting now. Now get into this Bulls documentary called The Last Dance, airing on ESPN. Episodes 1 and 2 just passed. Episodes 3 and 4 is coming this Sunday, coming up. I'm going to start off by saying... I'm a LeBron fan, but I know the impact that Michael Jordan has had on everybody's lives in the basketball world and outside of the basketball world. I'm just getting straight to the point. I'm a LeBron fan, so I'm going to keep as much as my bias to a minimum. <laughs> but all right, let's start out on this great Bulls team. I admit they're a great team. They had a 62 and 20 record in the 1998 season, they beat the Jazz. In six games, 4-2, MJ averaged 33, 4-2. and two. Played great, of course, obviously. I'm not going to say my problem with who they played in the final is, but if you look at the, the talent disparity from the Bulls and other teams, it's not only just because Michael Jordan was the best player. It's the – they had three Hall of Famers – and one of the greatest shooters of all time is Steve Kerr and arguably one of the best coaches of all time in Phil Jackson. It's either him, Red Auerbach, Phil Jackson, or Greg Popovich, as one of the best coaches of all time in the sport of basketball. We all know that. We all know that. <sighs> so I'm not, I'm not going to talk about my problems with who they play because they play John Stockton. I'm sorry, but... He was a good player. Good player. He's small. Six, one, probably, one eighty. They did have Carl Malone, though, one of the top three scores of all time in NBA history. I understand that. I understand that their pick and roll was devastating to every team. I understand that. But they're limited. You're limited to a pick and roll. They had Jeff Hornisack, who's a great good shooter. I understand. I understand that. But there's only so much a a pick and roll, and Jeff Hornacek can do to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But let's let's get into it. That Bulls team was a great team. It was a great team. Obviously, they had one of the most underrated players in NBA history on the team in Scottie Pippen. Some who believe that if Scottie Pippen never came to Chicago, Michael Jordan would have no rings in Chicago, or he would be on another team because there was reports of him about to be get traded from the Chicago Bulls once he wasn't winning no games. He was again scoring titles, but he wasn't winning until Scottie Pippen came, and he, they finally got through the first round. He had to go through a tough Boston Celtics team, the big three, when Larry Bird, Parrish, and all of them were there. They finally got through past them. Once they got older, I'll give you that, then they had to get through the bad boy Pistons the pistons beat them several times then they got through them once the jordan rules were created but jordan jordan he he surpassed it he surpassed him he broke out it became his league it became his league it became his league that's all i hear growing up all i hear about Michael jordan he never misses shots he always wins i thought he never missed a shot when i was younger I saw him miss one shot on TV. I was like, he missed a shot. I thought he was not supposed to miss shots because people act like he is a god. He's not a god. And y'all probably say, oh, he's hating, he's hating. No, I'm not gonna hate it. I know everybody. Everybody misses a shot. Everybody, nobody's perfect. LeBron LeBron was a role player. He played like a role player in the twenty eleven finals against the Mavericks. So I'm not I'm not being biased right now. LeBron LeBron played not up to par at all in that finals, at all. He knows that. That's why him and LeBron, him and Dwayne Wade went to Cabo and they had a talk, and D Wade told him that it's his team now in Miami. Mike Fizda has reported that many times. D Wade gave LeBron the keys, and then they started winning. They won back to back championships. That's what happened. On LeBron show the shop on HBO, Draymond Green was on this episode. He said when LeBron was in Miami, he said LeBron should've just came out and said, I'm the man, y'all know who I am. That's that's what Draymond said LeBron should've did to show to impose his will. Nevertheless, we're on this Michael Jordan documentary. they're giving us backstage video that was never been seen before of the Bulls team. The The first episodes that came out was talking about Jerry Krause and how he wanted most of the, most of the, let me say how I should put it, most of the success to fall on his laps. I don't, I don't, I don't know why organizations, the people who aren't in the, on the court, think they should get more, more success than the players who actually have to dribble the ball and shoot the ball and rebound the ball and lift weights. That's that's where you went at on the on the court, on the field, on the ice. That's where you win at. Same as to go about the Brady Belich- Belichick. They say who should get more success, Brady or Belichick? Some people say Belichick. I'm like, how are you going to give him more success when he when Tom Brady has to do? It's on the field against 300, 400 li- linemen. I think it's much easier to call a play than actually do the play. That that that's what that's what I that's what I think. That's what I think. <sighs> Anyways, Jerry Krause is being painted as the villain. I don't think we should paint him as the villain. Such now, since he passed away in twenty seventeen, I don't think we should be doing that right now. Honestly. I don't think you should be talking down as harsh as we are on somebody who passed away. I don't because they have no no way to defend themselves. It's, uh, anyways, well, they're going on the the next few episodes. are going to be going to have Dennis Rahman in it. Uh, He went on the he went on first take today this morning. He was telling, telling him, telling uh, Stephen A. Smith and Max and Molly about how he did not succumb to Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen's light. He was not following them. He didn't talk to them. Steve Kerr even came out and said he was shocked that Dennis Rodman was. I mean, yeah, Dennis Rodman never talked to Michael or Scotty. He did his own thing. They had that Bulls team is an interesting team. They had Steve Kerr. I don't know if he was the funny guy on the team, but he just seems like he would be. He always has a smile on his face. He always cheers everybody up. That, he's like the face of the Golden State Warriors. You can tell that's how they are. They're open team. Dennis Rodman, he was his own player. He's just going to work hard. He's his own player. He'll do what he wants. MJ, everybody knows to give him the ball when it's needed, when, when the time is here. Scotty, he's going to go undervalued, unappreciated. Everybody knows that Scotty Pippen was underappreciated. I just, I just, I, I want, I can't wait to see episode three. I just want to see Dennis Robin's side of the story in optics. Cause you know, he's not going to hold back. Dennis Robin's is probably the number one person in the world not to hold back. That That's Donna. That's Dennis Robin. That's him. So I don't know if Michael knows what he said or Scotty or Phil Knows what Dennis Rodman says. I'm pretty sure they already seen the whole tape, like all of the episodes. But the reaction of all of the public's eye is going to is 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 the thing I'm waiting to see because Dennis is going to spill everything. He's going to spill everything, like to like today he said on first tape that Scottie Pippen was the best player in the world after Jordan left. He was the best player in the world. Nobody noted, but he was the best player in the world. When Jordan left, for unforeseen circumstances, nobody knows why he retired. There's rumors, obviously, with his whole gambling thing. Nobody knows. But once he left, I believe the Bulls only lost one or two games. So you can tell that Scottie Pippen was... He was on the chain. He was on. He was, he was on the leash, just like how Kawhi Leonard was in in uh, San Antonio, to some degree. To some degree. I just, I just think about what Scotty would be if he had his own team. That would he he might have been just like MJ. I'm not gonna say he would be on the offensive end, but defensive end, he had that. Offensive end, he probably might have got to, might have been able to spread his wings. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We see what Kawhi is now. Once he left San Antonio to get to spread his wings. Maybe that could have been like Scottie Pippen. Maybe. Jordan did not make the make get out the first round until Scotty came. Just think about that. And people gonna say, Oh, he didn't have help. Of course. Of course he didn't have a lot of help. You can still get out the first round though. You can still get out the first round. If we're supposed to be the greatest of all time by land, by the biggest land ever. That's how people put it. It's, it's it's Jordan, then it is everybody else. That's how people put it. But yeah, man, I'm just I'm just ready to see these next few episodes. These next few episodes are gonna go crazy. I know that. I know that. So Yeah, from now on, on every podcast, I'm going to leave y'all with one question. Just one. Do you think that Michael Jordan would have a championship in Chicago if Scottie Pippen was never drafted there? Think about that. Just look. Go look at some of the tapes, go look at the stats. Even in Michael Jordan's quotes from yesterday from the sh- from the last dance that, that airs on ESPN, he says, when you think of Michael Jordan, think of Scottie Pippen. That's no knock on Jordan. Everybody needs everybody needs it. Uh, everybody needs another half. That's what everybody does. I'm just saying, just think. Do you think he would have won a championship if Scottie Pippen was not there? Just think about that. Get at me. I'm gonna leave my social media in the in the link in the description you can you can hit me up anytime i respond but thanks for listening to my first my first episode ever spread the word to your friends your family everybody let them know they can call in i'm going to leave my my number and my email in my description too as well so thank you thank you thank you this is a great first episode of speak out